This is the Seven Figure Standard Podcast, hosted by Arash Vasugi and Mikey Stiller, with mindset and strategies to help you break through and create personal freedom. Hello, and welcome back to the Seven Figure Standard Podcast. I'm Mikey Stiller, and I'm so excited to be back with you all for another episode. And this is one that I know you're all going to love and really benefit from. It's on developing a strong relationship with money. And of course, there's no one better than my co-host to talk about this subject. So Araj, are you ready to get into it? I'm ready, Mike. It's great to be back. It is great to be back. And this is something that is so important, is developing a really good, strong relationship with money. It's something that a lot of people struggle with, certainly if they don't have a good relationship with money. They don't know where to begin to develop that relationship. So why don't we start with, how do you know what your relationship with money is? Well, you want to look at your results. The results will always tell the story. So look at how much you're earning. Look at your investments. Look at how you're living. Are you paycheck to paycheck? Are you living in freedom where you could do what you want, when you want? The results will always tell us a story. So that's the starting point. Where am I and where do I want to go? Money's an interesting thing because most people don't understand it. Most people want more of it. I don't know anybody who doesn't want more of it. However, most people who are having a hard time with it have a lot of money wounds that they don't understand and don't know where they came from. And until they heal those money wounds, it's going to keep showing up the same results over and over again. Would you say that everybody has some sort of money wounds, whether they deal with it negatively or positively? You know, is that where unconscious competence come in? Like, how do you know if you're dealing with a money wound? Well, you'll know by how are you flowing your money and circulating it? How does it feel? You'll know how good of a receiver you are. And I was working with a client, a very successful client. And it was so interesting because they said, I always feel shame when I'm spending money. I feel guilt. And I said, isn't that interesting? I said, let's look at where that came from. And it didn't come from them, but now it's their job to change it. It came from, could be generations of that. See, we have to understand money's not good or bad. It's your relationship to it that's going to make it good or bad. Money doesn't go up and make you make decisions in a certain way. But a lot of people who have a bad relationship with money, it goes from past. It could be something happened to them where they were in a situation where they had money and then they lost it. And then they blame money for, oh, I don't want that. That's a lot of pressure. or That's a lot of responsibility. It's neither. See, our standard is what we want to look at. See, it's not the economy that's going to determine the next one, three, five, ten 10 years of your life. It's your standard and the development of your standard that's going to really create that for you. And our title, Seven Figure Standard, it's not by accident. Standard always wins. And you can look at what type of standard you have regarding money. Are you bringing everything in your life up to the standard of living you want? or Are you doing what the masses do, where you bring everything down, your decisions are based on your present results? It's a big error people make. Everyone wants to catch this. You want to bring everything up to the standard of living, including your income. And your income will go up if you hold it and you discipline yourself to learn the rules of money. And that's another one, Mikey. Most people 
don't have the money they want and it's available to them, but they don't have it because they have never looked at understanding the rules of money and what their relationship to it is. You know, Raj, you're so big on asking questions to get to the root cause of something. And I feel like that would be such, I'm sure you have some great questions to ask around this topic too, because just the awareness that not everybody feels the same way when they're spending money is a good awareness to have. Like, hmm, that's interesting. I feel this way and somebody else may feel the exact opposite. So now that we're at this point, which is all incredibly powerful, what are the first steps in changing and strengthening that relationship? Well, first of all, you got to understand where your starting point is. So find out what your triggers to money are. Do you think you can earn a lot of money right now? And right there will be your attitude towards it right there. And I don't want you to ask yourself consciously. I want you to know emotionally, do you feel like that? Do you know that you know that you know you can do it? That's where you make conscious contact with your belief. Money is an attitude just like everything else is. And your daily behaviors and attitudes, excuse me, show the world your true beliefs. So we've got to look at what is my attitude towards money? Do I have a good relationship with it? Do I feel worthy of it? Do I feel worthy of the abundance in my life? Or am I scratching and clawing? Am I chasing for money? I remember, I could take you back years ago, when I was really struggling, I was constantly chasing money, constantly. Anything that I could do, I would do because I was was in such ignorance. I didn't understand it. You know, my biggest problem wasn't that I didn't have the potential, didn't have the ability. I had such ignorance because I didn't understand the rules. Mm -hmm. So once I started learning the rules and learning my relationship with it, and once I learned, well, hold on a second, like I don't have a good relationship with money. I have to change that. See, I always tell people this story and I kind of laugh about it when I say it because I want you to imagine you're going to lunch with money. Money is your lunch partner and you're talking to them like you would a friend and you say, you are the root of all evil. Only powerful people have it. People who do no good are the ones that have all the money. Well, money's not going to want to go hang out with you any longer. Well, that's what most people are doing. They say, I want more, but they're putting out a double binding message where they have such a negative connotation to it. So the first thing we have to do is we have to heal that. And once you heal that, now you're going to remove scarcity from your heart. And when you remove it from your heart, you open the doorway to really creating more prosperity into your life. Raj, this is so good. And I feel like this is something that's relevant to absolutely everybody. You asked a really good question. You said, well, first right there, you were like, you open the door to more prosperity. Once you start asking these questions, you said, do you believe you can earn a lot of money? That's a great question right there. My question would also be, do you believe that your income is based on your current job or career? So how many times do people find their security outside of them and then it goes away and they're like, what do I do now? So I want to talk about security and money together because I think that goes hand in hand with the relationship you have with money. Well, security is an interesting thing because it's an inside job. If you don't have it inside, you never have it. A job is not security. A job can be taken away like this with a snap of the fingers. I know mine was uh, years ago. I think the real thing we have to understand I could take you back 
and look back when I was really failing to now succeed at my highest level. There's two things that I did that really changed it. Number one, I bet on myself. And that is something we all have to do. And number two, my courage changed so significantly. When my back was against the wall, I had so much courage that I was, that's how you bet on yourself that you're going to really increase it. But the man or woman who never decides, and we go on decision here to earn more money, they'll never look for the rules of money of how to increase their income, increase their wealth. And we're just talking about money here. Wealth is a different animal because somebody can earn a lot of money, but be very poor. And the wealthy are constantly building up their mindset because money is a mindset. It's a habit. It's an idea, but it's a decision. And we can condition and rewire our subconscious mind with the exact amount of money we want or more by understanding, which we've talked about in past episodes, how to use our mind. So kind of going off on that rabbit hole where you just said wealth is a different animal, would the same rules apply to strengthening your relationship with health, strengthening your relationships in your life? I mean, we could go on and on, but isn't it the same process for any of these? It's the same for anything we do. Everything is mindset and our attitude. So if we look at health, what is your attitude towards your health? Like there's people listening to this. Health is probably the easiest thing they do. Like they have conditioned themselves and rewired themselves where it'd be harder not to be fit and in great shape than it would be to be the opposite. But they haven't cracked the code of financial freedom. To me, financial freedom is one of the most worthy goals anybody can set for themselves because of what it makes of them. Like, I am very adamant about that. In terms of anything, we're working with the exact laws. If one person can do it, anybody can do it. It's whether you understand how to do it. See, and this is where we've got to understand our thinking. Like, I want everybody to think right now. How do you think about your income goal? Do you have an income goal? And is your income goal such a strong desire where you want it more than anything else? And you'll know how much energy you're putting towards it. It's like Emerson said, the only thing that can grow is what we give energy to. See, I remember this so well. Our mentor, Bob Proctor, he would always ask me, like, what material thing do you want? And I said, I used to always tell him, I don't really care. I was never motivated by the material things. I was motivated by increasing my income because it created fulfillment, it created service. And I always told them that if my income keeps growing, I can get whatever I want. My goal was always freedom. I wanted to do what I wanted, when I wanted, however I wanted, with whomever I wanted, as much time as I wanted. Like that was my goal. Well, as I grew and understood, started learning the rules of money and service, we can't talk about money without service. I can tell anybody right now, there's a formula for getting wealthy. And it's so simple. It's two steps. Master the law of compensation and take control of your mind. Now, when I'm talking about mastering the law of compensation, you want to understand this law. It's just like the law of gravity. If I jumped off my roof, I'm going to fall. But most people don't understand this law. 
And the law of compensation states you get paid in direct proportion to the service you render, your ability to render that service, and the need for it in the marketplace. But the most important part is your ability to do it. Are you willing to practice your craft 10,000 hours? Then do it another 10,000. Then do it another 10,000. Well, as you do it, you're going to become an expert. I could take anybody in any vocation. I could take somebody who's never sold a thing in their life, and I could teach them how to sell. And if you give me six months with them, they're going to be so damn good at it. Why? Because I will teach them the law of compensation, where you leave every single person better off than you found them. And then you take control of your mind. So you don't let the results dictate your mindset. You are so locked in and focused on a goal. And you focus on saying no to anything that is not that. And you raise your standard every day. And you're gaining more confidence every time you're doing it. So freaking good. Faraj, okay, I want to overcome this now because there are people out there, there's always going to be an excuse, right? And so there'll be people who say, well, yeah, sure. It's easy to change your relationship with money when you have money or you don't understand my circumstances, or yeah, but I can't change my relationship with money because my job only pays me X dollars. And that's just is what it is. So I want you to overcome some of these excuses so that everybody knows this works for everybody, no matter your circumstance. This is unrelated completely to the outside. I'll tell you right now, and this might rub people the wrong way, but that's a loser mentality. And I want to address that right away. The one thing you want to remember, winners win, losers lose. And a victim will always make an excuse. And we have to take extreme ownership towards our results. Our results are our responsibility. And I can tell you, anybody who's been around me when I was struggling knows how bad I was struggling. You know, my cousin used to always tell me, he said, when I came to visit you, you had one TV in your house and a couch. Like, that's really what it was. Like, So if I can do it, anybody can do it. But what we have to do first is to activate wealth in our life. It happens by feeling good all the time and already coming from the place of having the amount of income you want or the amount of wealth that you want. And it comes from having it and asking yourself, if I had that now, how would I feel? And then you feel that way right now. And people will say, oh, that's fairy tale. It's not fairy tale. Your subconscious mind only knows what you give it. It has to accept it. Your job is to raise your awareness up to the consciousness of the good you desire. So this is where we think, feel, and act. And it doesn't matter who does this. It'll happen for every person who follows these rules. And if it happened to me, it happened to you, Mikey, it'll happen for anybody. Absolutely. All right, Araj, what I want to do is I want to get into some action so that somebody can take today's lesson and know exactly what steps to take. Well, the first thing you have to do is you got to do some inside work and do the interior work of finding out what is your relationship with money. And we've got to remove any lack and limitation in your heart, any form of scarcity. The only limit to your income is you. I want to say that again. I want to say it over and over again so this burns in your mind. The only limit to your income is you. You are worth a fortune. If you understood how much potential you have, you would never think in lack and limitation. You see, lack and limitation only exists because we give energy to it. I said it earlier, Emerson said the only thing that can grow is what we give energy to. 
So we've got to go and look at our money story and then ask ourselves, is this the story I want to live with? Then you say, I don't. So you have to rewrite that program. And you want to ask yourself, am I programmed right now for financial freedom? And you'll know that answer right away. You'll be like, oh, no, I know I wasn't. I had to work on it. But now we rewrite the program. So we create a statement. And a statement could be something in the present tense, always in the present tense. I'm so happy and grateful now that I'm earning 100000 or more every month and my income keeps growing. I'm living a life of freedom and I love it. Then you record that and you listen to it for 10 minutes a day. I don't even care if you're paying attention to it. You're rewriting that program. Now you're rewiring it. And the repetition of doing it for the next three to six months is going to change your programming. And you're going to start knowing because all of a sudden opportunities are going to start coming to you. All of a sudden you're behaving differently. All of a sudden you're really focused on accepting and rejecting ideas. All of a sudden, you're building an enormous image of yourself. I want everybody to live opulently. It's a much better way to live. I've lived both ways. And it is a much better way to live. And once you do that, you act from that, already having it. What would it feel like right now if you had a lot more than what you thought? And if you had it now, how would that feel? And then you feel that way now. You think like that person now. And when you go back and you're going to fall because your program is not there yet, and you go back and you don't beat yourself up, you don't shame yourself, you go, I got to get back to that discipline. And as you start thinking about that person all day long, you're going to become it. Absolutely. Woo. All right. And then next steps after they get through seeing what their relationship is, taking inventory, do you want them to do anything like spending money in their mind every day? Yeah. So a great lesson to do is start spending $10,000 a day in your mind. Now, I'm not asking you to physically spend it. Let's say you're driving on the freeway or on the street and you see a nice car. You say, I could pay for that. I want you to start spending it. Go in an affluent area and have a drink, have a cup of coffee and just be in the energy of wealth and start putting yourself in that environment. You're going to become it. What we hang around, we become But I want you right now to understand this key statement. If you want to change your income, you have to change your attitude ASAP. It will not happen until you change your attitude. Begin to act as the person you want to become. You already have it. And as you do that, I'm telling you, you're going to start seeing it happen. You're going to start seeing it happen quickly. And practice this new attitude every day already expressing the results like you already have it. And you're going to see it flow into your life. All right. And then last thing is not only on this episode, but on all of the previous episodes as well. None of these action steps have been difficult. They're easy to do, but they are easy not to do. So I just want you to talk really quickly about why they're so easy not to do. Well, it's discipline. The things that are easy to do, most people reject it. See, success is very simple. It's just a few disciplines compounded over time that create the big results. I want to go back to asking you, how badly do you want to increase your wealth or increase your prosperity? And you'll know by your daily activities. You'll know by the daily disciplines you're doing. It's not good enough to make excuses. If you make excuses, you're not just putting a signal to the universe. You're giving it to yourself. And you have to value yourself. One thing that we didn't even talk about 
is so important, your income is in direct reflection to your self-image. And we can never outperform our self-image. So everyone who's listening to this, look at your income. That's where your condition in regard to your self-image. And you can always change it, but you can never outperform it. So we've got to change it. We want to continue upgrading it. We want to upgrade our standard. We want to bring everything up to how we want to live, not in reverse. I love it. Garaj, this has been such a great episode. Thank you all. Please go ahead and like, subscribe, share, and leave us a rating and a review. All right. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next week on the 7 Figure Standard. Thank you for listening to this episode of 7 Figure Standard. We hope you found the insights and strategies helpful on your journey to success. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform to help us reach more people like you. To learn more about Arash and Mikey and how Voss Coaching Co. can help you achieve your goals and reach new levels of success, visit VossCoachingCo.com. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of 7 Figure Standard.